0: morning good afternoon guys and welcome back to another geek tavern as always it's me sean and i'm joined by mike hello and aaron and today we will be traveling into outer space <laughs> with my recommendation uh 2014 film directed by christopher nolan starring Matt mcconaughey by the name of interstellar uh weirdest spoiler recommendation lincoln commercial i've ever watched <laughs> yeah it's the strangest lincoln commercial i've ever seen so spoiler discussion for this ahead I'll start with the synopsis, obviously. Uh, Basically, in a near-future Earth, uh, humanity is slowly dying. Blight is attacking different forms of crops, so we're, humanity is slowly going to starve. And uh, NASA scientists basically recruit a former NASA pilot in order to send a mission into, through a wormhole that uh, appeared 48 years ago at the beginning of the present story. And uh, into a different galaxy to find inhabitable planets that may perhaps be salvageable. And during their mission back on Earth, uh, scientists, not NASA scientists is going to try and crack his gravity equation in order to send a silo that will be able to save humanity yeah. to, through the wormhole into this new inhabitable planet. Basically a story on how to save humanity. And we follow that main character, Cooper, played by Matthew McConaughey, who's the pilot. I know that this is the first time that you two have watched the movie, so I would like to know what you think. You want to go first? Yeah, or... go ahead.
1: <laughs> um, to keep this one on the mild side, here's here's your one for PG-13. It's a mind fuck. <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's how it hit me. I don't I don't know. What Aaron had thought, but I'm sitting there and I'm like, where's this story going to go? Like, I was intrigued, you know, for the exploration, but like everything that happens basically after they find Mr., uh, or was it Dr. Man? Dr. Man. um, Mr. Man. Mr. Man. (laughs) Dr. Man. Same thing. Um, Dr. Hugh Man. (laughs) uh, Yeah, but like from that point on, it's just like, holy shit you know so i thoroughly not to go into our Zach thoughts but like i thoroughly enjoyed this movie yeah
0: i'm
1: glad i too enjoyed it um there really wasn't like i don't have a lot of
2: complaints about christopher nolan's movies so i don't i didn't really have any complaints with this movie um except for one that you had the same complaint with uh (laughs) But I, I didn't hate it. I just thought it was also kind of dumb. Uh, but at least uh, I got a laugh out of the the one part leading up to that. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a good movie. Um, I think that the sound mixing, the music was like sometimes louder
0: than the dialogue. Uh, yeah, Th- that this is becoming a trend with Christopher Nolan's films where, I mean... It's just like further and further getting worse where the sound mixing is like so off, like the audio of the actor's dialogue is so low, and like the score is like so elevated. Which can work, especially in this film, especially like during super intense moments where the score is like, yeah, it's just like burr, burr, you know, like in your face. But uh, yeah, that that is a big problem I have with uh, the movie too. Christopher
2: Nolan likes to take the Hans Zimmer dial and just continue to turn it up like <laughs> through the scene. Yeah, basically, and then cut it entirely. Yeah, like but there was like something. It was I think it was when Cooper was recording a video message, it was, and then he it was, turns it
0: off, and the music just stops. It was after he he was receiving video messages um, from his son, right after he came back from the water planet, and uh... yeah, I was wondering. I, I probably just
1: misinterpreted it or whatever. Um, but I thought that they put that in there just because it's so, like, the dead silence of space. space. So yeah. I I thought... I that, that's I looked at it theory. as if they put it in the videos. Yeah,
2: it, it's like an artistic choice. I mean, it, that's the way that he does movies. Oh, that's yeah. like his artistic choice of, like, music versus actual sound in the movies. Um... But I I, kind of liked that because it, in that scene in particular, because it was more him sitting there feeling almost like, you know, things are normal. And and then uh, as soon as it shuts off, like, the music
0: shuts off and it's dead silent. Matthew McConaughey is excellent in that scene, too, where he's just, like, reacting to Tom's messages Mm. through, like, 23 years. Right. He's just, like... Like, he's happy to see him at first, and then you see him, like, start to break down and cry because he's, like, missed his son's life. Yeah, and his, and his daughter's life. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah, he missed the birth of his grandchildren. And then, like, uh, the final message that Tom says is, like, you know, my wife Lisa says that i got to let you go, so I'm letting you go. And he's like, no, don't. I'm still here. But they can't communicate back from their uh, endurance back to Earth. It's right. only one-way messages. Yeah, since
2: they've gone through the wormhole. Yeah,
0: it's hard to Yeah, good, trans- yeah he's so
1: good in that scene. Yeah, that, and I, I've seen clips of that scene. Not so much, really, mm-hmm. just the the Matthew McConaughey side of it. Mm-hmm. I've seen. Um, but one thing that I realized while watching this, it was the scene where uh, Cooper is talking to I'm, I forget the other. The Case. Or Tars, no the the, the black guy. Oh, oh um, Romley. Romley, yeah. Um, like he's, you can tell he's uneasy with with being in space, mm-hmm. and he gives him his headphones, and then we find out he was listening to like, like yeah. storm sounds, like things that would remind him of Earth. Yeah, kind of like settle him. And and in that moment, I I like, I don't know, I realized how much I would not enjoy <laughs> <laughs> space travel. Oh, yeah. Well, especially like they were in like cryo for like two years, right?
2: Yeah, like that's it's fucking long time. <laughs> just a very long time. Yeah. So that that would be scary. That would be scary just to go into like that deep sleep because yeah. you're like, am I gonna wake up? Yeah, I, I mean, you am have... gonna get hit by an asteroid or something like that. You, you know? have
0: Tarzan case to make sure that you wake up, but yeah, yeah, that is true. You never know. Uh, but I I had mentioned this to both of you before we watched it so upon my first viewing of the movie i i was like totally all in until a certain point during the climax and it lost me completely Mm. which was uh the scene where coop drops through the wormhole or the black hole excuse me and then he shows up as the ghost that basically tells murph like how to solve everything yeah because I was approaching the movie from a. Like, it's so scientifical, like the entire movie. It's like based in science. Like, a ba- like, almost based reality. Yeah, reality yeah, like, based. Like, reality based science. Yeah. Basically, like throughout the entire film, like, even with like the relative time yeah. of like time distortion. Mm-hmm. And then. I know that we don't know what's behind a black hole, but he dropped through the black hole, and then magic happens. Books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I,
2: that Which, like, I, you, you know, I about laughed my ass off when he showed up and I saw the books, and I was like, oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> like, I was just
0: laughing about it. So, I soured on that the very first time, uh, I to the extent of I was having like very heated arguments <laughs> with friends of mine during like uh, a lunch period because I was in college at the time. I was like practically screaming. And at everybody, liked it? <laughs> everybody well, else liked it. Or? Well, well, th- the person I was talking to, you know, was being forgiving of it, but I was like very heated about. It. I was like, "You've got to be fucking kidding me!" <laughs> and uh, upon the rewatch, I have to say I softened to it a bit because, yeah. like. Obviously, going into it now, I knew what was happening. Like, I knew, like, from the very beginning, like, the time... Or the gravity distortions and, like, mm-hmm. everything, like, happening with the bookcase. I knew that it was cooped the whole time. And, I mean, like, I didn't hate it. Yeah. I didn't hate it. But I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, this is it. Because yeah. you
2: told me that... You told me long ago that, like, there's the last 15 minutes are just, like, nope. But when that happened, I was like, oh, my fucking... God. Like, I didn't hate it. Yeah. I thought it was fine because it worked. It, it's, I, it, 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 it's the it, power it, of love
0: it, aspect that gets me angry. Yeah, time oh, back yeah. to what... Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. and I, I realize now that they were setting that up with Dr. Brand's speech, right. you know, like...
2: But, like, and then you think about it, too. Like, you said you softened to it. I thought it was weird and a little goofy, but at the same time, when I was thinking about it, I was like, eh, it's a black hole, it's space-time distortion. Who knows where he could have ended up? like yeah. there, there, there's no there's I mean, no possible it, way of knowing he could have shown up in between dimensions and been that ghost because yeah. it's a rip in space and time. so he could be there at, you know when his daughter's five or whatever knocking books off. Yeah, yeah, it's all like like that I it's not that's not scientific because right. we don't know, but the theory of that like the thought of that is. Intriguing enough to to continue to watch. I'm not gonna lie,
0: I love that shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it, it, I, I, no, I, when I thought of it I, it, I was like, you know, it's not bad.
0: I'm not gonna lie, I straight up hated it the first time yeah. I thought. I was like, this is the stupidest fucking
1: thing. And I I can I've see I can see how somebody would would feel that way. I just I don't know, like all the time and everything. Like I
0: love that shit. So yeah, like. It was intriguing, especially the very beginning. Like, the first time I saw it, like, the gravity, like, the lines and gravity, like, spelling, like, where to go to the NASA base. And Mm. then, obviously, like, the Morse code of, like, Coop trying to get Murph to get him to stay because he's like, I missed your entire life. Uh, There's so much just, like, emotional impact behind every, like, the entire aspects of the movie. So, like, first of all, they're gone for two years. Like it's a two-year voyage, so he knew that he was going to miss at least two years of his kids' life, mm-hmm. and then because of the time distortion, that one of the inhabited planets is like so close to I forget what the name of the black hole was. It was oh, like, like gargantua. Yeah, gargantua. gargantua. Uh, the time is like completely different on that planet than what it is. Twenty-four it, uh, hours was what? 20? No, one, one hour, hour or one seven, hour. seven years. Seven years. Yeah, so. They go down and they they're like probing out and then Which they... they were wrong about right what because when they came come back oh. well they they weren't there for two hours per se- well they were there for like two hours or at least that's what we're led to believe okay they don't specifically say do
1: they like well there. so
2: after actually they would have been there for three hours because twenty three well, that's years why I was
1: that's yeah. why I was wondering if if they ended up being wrong about the seven years.
2: Right, to an hour Pro-
1: probably because
2: when they came back they're like 23 years has passed it's like how
1: you right. were there like
2: an hour an hour and uh, some change yeah 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 because all they were waiting for was the engines to drip out
0: yeah and uh case said that it was going to take about 45 minutes for that to yeah. happen and then obviously you know it's a movie they're yeah. not going to sit there for an hour oh know? yeah but yeah like, and yeah. it is like one take basically of like Dr. Brand and uh, Coop arguing with each other because, obviously, Cooper's doing this all for his family. He wants to save humanity. He wants to make sure that his kids can live in a world where they don't have to worry about starving or suffocating to death because of a dust bowl. And uh, Dr. Brand is like, uh, she she was doing it for the sake of the mission. She wanted to get the findings of uh, Dr. uh, Marissa, was it? Or... Miller. Dr. Miller. Miller. He wanted to get Dr. Miller's information, and then it ended up costing uh, Doyle his life because he got washed away on mm-hmm. the wave.
2: Which was just kind of a comedic shot. Yeah.
0: I was telling Aaron... I don't understand that how That makes me angry, it. too. Yeah, well, that makes me angry because... She, so, Dr. Brand is running out to the wreckage and trying to pull the thing, and then Koopa's like, Tar... Or is it Case or Tars that was with him? I think it was Tars. Yeah, like Tars, go get her now. So he goes and picks her up. Why weren't they just like yeah? (laughs) yeah? Why wasn't Doyle like immediately like as soon as Tars went out? If he would have like at that moment like booked it back to the ship, he would have made it and survived. Well, he was right out the he was right outside the hat. Yeah, and the wave grabbed him and he couldn't
1: get in. But like when when Tars is bringing Brandon, like. He's at the thing. Yeah. So, like, I don't understand how he Yeah, did yeah, well,
2: he's, like, at the thing and then lets them get on board
1: first. Yeah. And then that's his
2: downfall. Yeah. Because he, he should have just got in. Yeah.
1: Because
2: they he could have got in and then they could have got in right after and everyone would have been saved. Yeah. But Doyle did the gentlemanly thing and paid the <laughs> ultimate price for it. Yeah. Basically. Ladies
0: and robots first. <laughs> like his, ladies and monolithic robots <laughs> first. Yeah. So, that was the very first planet that they go to, mm-hmm. is uh, Miller's Planet. Which, another side
1: note, on that planet, I wouldn't be out there walking, because I hate not knowing if something, like, if there's a drop-off. Mm. No, I'm good.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did they, like,
2: I mean, I'm sure TARS scanned the area, but it's like, you're taking an awful, uh, awful big risk just landing your ship right there, mm-hmm. and just being like, oh, it's only like, foot deep, Yeah, we're good. Yeah, it's
1: like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't remember if they specifically <laughs> scanned hot. or not, but yeah, yeah,
2: it's it's just like water across like thousands of miles, and it's just like okay, well, how the hell if you just step <laughs> down? And you're like, oh, it's only like a foot deep. Where the fuck did the waves come from that were the size of mountains? If the water's only a foot fucking deep, <laughs> like what
0: the hell? Well, not only that, because Tars had to like pick up the radar dish out of the water. Yeah, and then also like the wreckage of uh miller's ship so i have no idea uh, yeah, i yeah don't, i don't get it but uh probably one of those weird space yeah timey thing <laughs> but uh as soon as they're like back on the rover like arguing with each other it's like well why why didn't we know that this happened it's like well she just crashed theoretically like, hours ago yeah like <laughs> yeah. you know we've only we sent them out 10 years ago so like i mean it would have been minutes yeah I, I think she, uh, brand says that. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, she said she probably only died minutes ago. Yeah. Which, the hell's her
1: body? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Washed away. And then uh, uh, Doyle just... In I'm waiting face. for him to, like, no. stand up or something. <laughs> no, <he laughs> Guys, was, wait! He I survived! I've <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, an interesting side yeah. story. <laughs> I'm stuck on this planet. Mm-hmm. Surfs up, dudes.
2: It's <laughs> just a colony of other human surfers, like the motorcycles. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. So they they go back to the endurance, and it's been twenty three years since they left. And uh, Romley is like, I gave up thinking you were coming back. Like you said, you were gonna be seven years. Like it's been after fourteen years. I was like, yeah, you're not coming back. <laughs> you know, I thought you like abandoned me or something. But, uh, yeah, and then, so, because of that, the Endurance... Oh, wait, hold on, I missed that part. What? You you missed it when he said, I thought, like, he's like, I gave up on you coming back. From I the thought he was, past. like, joking. No. No, he's like, no, I, he I, didn't, did. I
2: didn't know that he was on the Endurance for fucking 23 20 years. 23 years, yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> I, I <laughs> did you miss that well, part. Well, no, because I thought that while they were... Because I thought the Endurance was in orbit around Miller's planet. Yeah. So they moved with the planet, and that shouldn't affect Romilly or anything
0: like that. It's it a out of the time distortion. Uh, because the whole uh, point... Okay. They also said that was like, yeah, building but, up to that. Yeah, the yeah. whole point of I'm them doing, doing that, that was quickly. because Koopa's mm-hmm. was like, we can go into Miller's planet orbit and save fuel, but we'll lose a lot of time. So if we keep... Uh, you know, the endurance out of uh, the time dilation will lose fuel, but will save like, right. a fuck ton of time. Yep. Uh, yeah, I remember. But that. obviously, it didn't work because of what happened on Miller's planet. And, uh, yeah, he's like, he was there for 23 years and five months or something, and then uh, he's like, yeah, I gave up hope on you guys coming back. I, I thought that you abandoned me. So, like, whenever... And then he's like, where's Doyle? It's like, obviously, he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> so he didn't you see it. Doyle? <laughs> But uh, because of that, twenty three years ago, <laughs> the endurance um, taking so like spending 23 years in orbit around Miller's planet, uh, their fuel was cut drastically. So they only have options of visiting one more planet and heading back home, or visiting both planets and not going back home and doing Plan B, which we forgot to mention, which was hmm. egg uh, fertilization to like repopulate, recolonize a, the inhabitable planet. Uh, yeah. So, that's, like, the main story that we follow with them so far. And during, we get the, um, uh, messages from Tom, and then the last one is from Murph, when she's, which, this is, like, such a great moment of the movie for me, when she's like, I didn't message you this whole time because I decided, yeah, I was so mad at you when you left, I decided I wasn't going to message you, and I've, I've lived with that choice. But, uh, Today is my birthday, and it's a special birthday, because when you left, you said, when you come back, we might even be the same age. So, I'm turning the age that you were when you left me, and now would be a great time for you to come back. I think that that is, like, such a great, like, emotional point. Yeah. Because uh is, like, he's been in space for two-plus years, and his daughter has aged to how old he was when he left. Like, that has to be, like... He's like, I missed your entire fucking life. Yeah, that's, that's a... A, a mind... <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, a mind. I mean, that's that just, like... <laughs> uh, it's, it's a sacrifice. It's a huge sacrifice. Mm. And then we follow Murph, who has recent... Like, she was very intelligent when she was younger, so mm. she basically got... And
2: Professor Brand, yeah. as he said, fanned the flame. Yeah.
0: Uh, taken into NASA's like, you know, brain trust, and then she's a NASA scientist now, so she's trying to help Doctor Brand figure out the gravity puzzle, mm-hmm. which he lied, yeah, and he knew was unsolvable, or at least he claimed was unsolvable. No, no he he had this. this well, solution. he had the solution and and came to the conclusion that it was impossible. So he basically fooled everybody but that we don't get that realization until we meet dr man uh, um, dr brand tells him uh tells murph on his deathbed it's like i knew that like you know you like he, we weren't gonna work it wasn't gonna work mm-hmm. and she's like why why would you do this and he dies before she murph can tell him,
1: plan a wouldn't work yeah
0: right? yeah well Plan. yeah they he was banking on Plan B the entire time, and he didn't even tell the pilots that. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, and he and so Murphy's like, did my dad know that it, it wasn't gonna work, and he dies Wait, just, before. Uh, no. Did my dad know? And he he says uh, that poem, uh, "Do not go gentle into that good, good night, Rage against the dying of the light," which I think is like. I, I really like that whenever they're first taking off from planet Earth and, like, going into the wormhole. I was like, oh, you know, that's nice. But then he repeats it a few times throughout the movie, and it gets a different meaning every single time. Because mm-hmm. you're like, okay, like, this is to save humanity, you know, rage. Like, we'll, we will not die gently. Like, we're, we're going to fight as hard as we can. Mm-hmm. And then at the, like, on his deathbed, he's like, he's basically like, yeah, we have to give up. It's it's. Play- all the way and like mm-hmm. upon with that knowledge the like the words of that uh poem is just like completely yeah. have a different meaning I forget what movie some other movie or
1: show used that really heavily and I can't think of what it was but every time they said it I'm like I know that for like I know the saying in general mm-hmm. but like something else I watched used it too and I can't think of what it was mm-hmm. but um yeah, so that, I mean, that reveal, I didn't see that coming. Oh, the <laughs> uh, reveal of Dr. Man.
2: Yeah, like get everyone being a sham the whole well, time. Well, 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 well,
0: not Dr. Man,
1: but Dr. Brand.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. well hold on. Oh, oh, I thought we were getting Yeah, my, my mistake. We're not there yet. <laughs> yeah, my mistake. Uh, but yeah, so that transmission comes to them while they're on Dr. Man's planet. But, right. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to cut it back to whenever they're making the decision. As I said earlier, they only have enough fuel to make it to one planet and then back to Earth or both planets, and they have to choose. And Coop knows that uh, Dr. Brand is in love with Dr. Edmund because of a conversation they had earlier. And she's like, uh, so the situation is that Dr. Mann, his findings are not as promising as Dr. Edmund's uh, findings are, but he is relaying a message like, like it is livable, you know, come find us. Uh, Come find me and, you know, we'll do whatever. And Dr. Edmund, his uh, transmission isn't as encouraging. Like, his findings are, but his transmission isn't, like, as encouraging. So Hmm. Coop thinks it could be another situation like Miller's Planet, where the findings originally are good, there's water, there's sustainable life, but it could be another situation where they land and it's a total fucking disaster. So they're like... Obviously, Dr. Mann knows that, like, his planet is safe. Like, we can go to that one for sure and know it's safe. Mm. Or we could take a gamble on Edmund, and maybe it's safe, but, you know, his findings are better. And they also also don't know if
2: he's even alive. Yeah,
0: exactly. They don't know if he's alive. And uh, so he's like, well, let's vote. Me, you, and Romley are going to vote. And uh, he's like, Romley, you should know something before we hold this vote. Is that Doctor Brandon is in love with Wolf Edmund, and then he's like, "Is that true?" And then Anne Hathaway goes on this whole spiel, which is, I'll admit, is a reason that I softened to the ending because she's like, uh, "There," she says, "like love is a chemical reaction that you can measure, which it is, like serotonin in the brain and everything. Mm. It's like there is a utilitarian use for love, so like there's a scientific use for love, so." I love Dr. Edmund, like, there's a reason for that. And it's like, uh, uh that's what uh, Coop says, there's a utilitarian pro- like use for it. And he's like, well, I- you love people that have died, what's the use of that? Like, what's the scientific evolutionary use for that? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, well, I, ha- I am in love with somebody that I haven't seen for 10 years, and I don't even know if he's alive. Mm. Like, that is a drawing force, obviously, you know. There's something to that, right? And then after that, Goof's just like, "We're gonna go see Doctor Man." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because we were sitting there, and she goes like on this whole like long ass, long winded speech about like how love is something that transcends time and space, and blah blah blah. And then I, before he even said it, he's like. I went, we're going to go see Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And he
0: like, says it, and he's like, okay, no. And then he's yeah. yeah, like, yeah, TARS set a course for uh, man's planet. And yeah. they, yeah, they go down. And immediately there's something off about the planet. Like, they go down, and it's cold and desolate. Yeah, and they the, break the clouds a, were yeah, frozen. They break off a cloud upon entry of the planet. And then they revive dr man which he basically says you know i've been here for years i didn't know if my message was getting out uh but uh i slept a few times and then i woke up you know just to do whatever and then eventually i just stopped like i didn't even put a wake-up date on my uh on my pod this time so you guys literally brought me back from the dead Hmm. so you know the lazarus mission was what the mission was called so basically you know resurrection and then we find out that dr man had faked all of his findings so that they could come and rescue him (laughs) and uh it's funny because throughout the film everybody's or dr brand and other people are like oh dr man is the best of us he's the most brave pilot you know he he decided this mission was the best and he he was the first man out you know he's the most brave of all of us and then we find out that he's such a coward (laughs) and he's like he couldn't stand the fact that he was gonna die alone. So he fooled an entire space station of pilots or astronauts to come down and save him. Yeah, what a what a piece of shit. Yeah, what a piece yeah. of shit. He basically almost doomed humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Because of because he was too scared to yeah. uh, not be able to see anybody again. Yeah, so then they're all going to
2: like set up base camp yeah. and then he like pushes Matthew McConaughey down he, well first he takes out his communicator which what the hell what the hell is up with that? Like why would you build helmets with just a removable communicator? That just seems so irresponsible. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know enough about actual plot <laughs> device. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well yeah it was definitely a plot device but like he just goes click and yeah, just like he, takes it out he, like it's just magnetically
0: locking. when he just yeah, he, he, goes he rips it out of his helmet and then just throws it down the canyon. And then pushes him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he's like, I'm sorry, I wasn't strong enough, but I can't have you wasting that full fuel to go back to Earth. Because after they landed on this inhabitable planet, Coop was going to take the remaining fuel and head back to Earth because he wanted to see his family. And Dr. Man is like, I can't let you do that. We, we have to take this to Edmund's planet to repopulate the Earth. Like, we I'm not going to let you doom humanity. Hmm. Because he knew that... Uh, They had the revelation that uh, the gravity equation was, you know, not possible. So they're like, yeah, plan B was the plan the whole time. The only reason that they had plan A was so that people could... They would stay motivated. Have the hope. Yeah, basically have hope. Because Dr. Man even says it. It's like, you know, human beings are... uh, They're animals that are capable of great compassion and uh, self-sacrifice. But that purview barely, like goes beyond their own eyesight. Like, their own tribe. Mm -hmm. Like, their kids and their immediate family. They're not going to try and sacrifice their lives in order to save humanity as a species. So, they have to fool the entire human race so that they are able to save the human race. Yeah. Which, I yeah.
1: I, I think it would be a very difficult thing for anybody to actually do that. Like... You could say that you would. Yeah. But like. Until you're actually there. Yeah. Like, would you? (laughs) You know? Exactly. I could answer. Like, I I could tell you that.
0: I could, you know, do it. But I don't think anybody really could. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we see within Dr. Mann and Dr. Brand. It's like, humans are fragile, despite, like, how much, you know, boisterous they may be. Yeah. You know? They they all have their own flaws. But it's the thing about Dr. Man that always uh I find funny is like even when he's like he admits that he's a coward, even when he does that, he's still kind of like putting on this persona of like this caring guy. Like he's leaving Coop to die, literally to die yeah. and like suffocating on ammonia because there's not enough oxygen in the air and he's like I thought I would have the strength to watch you go through this, but I can't. And he turns, and he's like, don't worry, I'm here for you, <laughs> like, walking away. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm here for you, I'm with you, you're but not alone. How, okay, so
1: how is he communicating if he threw away his communicator? Because he put it, he, or yeah, how, how was he?
0: I guess, I guess uh, he can receive transmissions, oh. but he he isn't able to okay. send them, I think okay. That's a very good point. I didn't think about that. But <laughs> For I, the sake of... I the mean, helmet. that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I, Yeah, because he,
2: he also... Which I thought was just kind of comedic in a way. When he, like, is on top of him and he just goes... Well, k- well yeah. It, like, breaks his helmet, but
0: it's, like, comedic just because they're like... K- k- <laughs> just, like I, I love that scene because he's, like, cracking Coop's helmet and he's like, What are you doing? You, you know, you have a 50-50 chance of, like, killing your own self. And after he, like, actually makes a sizable crack in Coop's helmet, he stands up, he's like, those are the best odds I've had in years. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, I was doomed to die on this planet, but, like... I had no chance. Now you know, I have 50. Yeah, those are the best odds I've had in years. You can tell that Dr. Man is up to something nefarious, too. Like, before they go out and seek for the, where to lay in this base, because he's like, you have your two-way communicator on you? Yeah, of course. Is it, you know, full of juice? Yeah. He's like, like planning on like, <laughs> how, how am I gonna draw you out this far? Yeah, to you know you to dispose it? of you.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's right here.
0: <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah. Why'd you do that? Yeah. The biggest mistake Doctor Man did was turning off his communicator because he couldn't hear Coop suffocate to death. Yeah, and, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then he and then
2: after Coop is yelling to the rest of them, he's like, "Fuck, I'm like damn it."
0: Yeah. Well, he does. He it turns it back on. He turns it back on after the explosion. Yeah, in many years I'm saying, yeah, like, you so, get the
2: hell yeah. out of there.
0: So I guess each pilot, each astronaut was given, like, a uh, defunct military unit, like, repurposed military unit. We didn't see that on Miller's planet, but uh, it could have just been destroyed in the crash, too. But uh, Dr. Man had Kip, which he deliberately dismantled so that people wouldn't be able to, like, go into the archival records and see that find out that the planet is truly unlivable (laughs) because Romley is like I forget what he needed from Kip but uh, I think it was he needed some battery so that he could send TARS into the black hole to transmit back to Earth because they were still working under the assumption that Coop was going to fly home Mm. and he was going to drop TARS into the black hole to try and get like data to maybe solve the gravity equation But, uh, yeah, I think he needed something like that. And uh, so, Romley's, like, fixing Kip. And then, like, the data comes up on the screen. He's like, this doesn't make any sense. And uh, I thought it was TARS, but Aaron says it was Kip, like, coming back. And he's like, Dr. Romley, get away! And then, like, he explodes. Like, he was rigged to detonate if anybody reactivated him. Yeah. And upon the explosion, Dr. Man turns his communicator ba- back on and he hears Dr. Brandon Coop being like, Romley! Romley! <laughs> like, the- Dr. Brand's a liar! And then he takes the rover and basically is- tries to abandon them on the planet. Which uh, is one of the best scenes in the movie for me. Because he's like, he's unsecurely docks to the Endeavor. And he's like trying to be all like, you know, altruistic. He's like, this is for the fate of humanity. You know, I I'm doing this. Uh, what what does he say uh, to Doctor Doctor Brand? Comes over the, like the intercom, and is like, "Do not do oh, like yeah. it's like it's not safe, dude. Don't open the hatch." And he's like, he's like, Doctor Brand, uh, I I'm taking control of this mission. Uh, we can talk about what to do with Cooper afterwards, but. There comes a the moment, and then whenever he says that, he unlocks the airlock, and his ship explodes and blows like. Like, how did you not know it's not secure? Like,
1: <laughs>
2: well, I think that it's... Te- technically it was it was docked, but it wasn't locked. Yeah, and it he... kept showing that like the locks weren't actually connected. Yeah, connecting. yeah it wasn't connecting. Yeah. And he
0: was man- like he was manually overriding that. Oh, like like he right, like okay. he basically directly overrid the safety protocols. <laughs> like he because yeah, yeah, I guess there was. Alarm going off yeah. for a minute, yeah, yeah. and then, uh, so he blows like a hole in the Endeavor, and then and then
2: sends it says it's spinning.
0: Yeah, I mean that's great. I I like that scene. That was cool. That's oh, like, yeah. a great scene. Like when Cooper match yeah, the, was... the spin. I was telling Aaron earlier. Uh, there's a scene like in that part of the movie. It's like, uh, he's like, he's like. Uh, I think Case is with him. He's like, Case, uh, calculate the spin of the Endurance, and mm-hmm. it's like 68 uh, RPM. RPM. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna match, match it. it. TARS, get ready to dock. And then uh, he's like going like crazy, and he's uh, I forget, he's like slows down a little bit, and Case is like, uh, Cooper, Now is not the time for caution. Which is something that Coop said to <laughs> Case bad. on the entry into the One Planet, because mm-hmm. he because it was a uh, like basically... Uh, like mirroring what happened to him on Earth whenever he was like feeling the plane like do its thing and then like the computer shut down on him and he was trying to do that, Case was trying to shut down he's like, no, I gotta feel the air you know, he's like, now's not the time for caution, Case, you know, you gotta let me feel things, so I really like that Case was like, now's not the time for caution (laughs) we've gotta shake this landing, (laughs) and then uh, he manages to dock it in one of the most beautifully shot scenes in the entire movie with an excellent score by Hans Zimmer, just the brr,
1: brr, yeah. brr,
0: and then Yeah, they they dock and then uh Tars straightens them out and then they because they 'cause they're falling into orbit too as this is happening. So right. like they're gonna get sucked in by uh man's planet's gravity and as soon as like so Dr. Brand passes out because they're experiencing so much like G-4. gravity force Yeah, <laughs> that she was like yeah, yeah. yeah, she just goes she's like she's like yeah her, yeah, her arm was like And then yeah. the fact that Coop is able to like stay conscious this entire time. Yeah yeah, that, yeah the whole time he's like Yeah. A big vein coming down. Yeah, yeah. Uh so as soon as that kicks up he shoots it back out of orbit and like yeah, he saves he saves everybody. Yeah that... Which uh I, I we haven't mentioned enough. The the practical effects like, most of the film is practical effects. Like, I didn't... I, did, I told Aaron that yesterday, and he didn't oh, Okay. Me, but, yeah. like, TARS and CASE, they're mostly practical. Oh, wow. And uh, all of the space stuff is mostly practical, too. There's, like, YouTube videos online about how he... How uh, Christopher Nolan simulated, like, the look of a black hole and everything. <laughs> but, like, the space stuff is mostly practical. Really? Yeah. Like, and, uh... Like, if, not CG? Or... I mean, like, there's a little bit of... Computer stuff in it, but mostly it's yeah, just like in camera stuff. Hmm. And it's like
1: it's the
0: man's brilliant. I I gotta say, no, it. he is. He's he's
2: got he's got quite the uh, quite the repertoire.
1: I mean, that that shot up. I mean, right. I now my Christopher Nolan knowledge probably ain't very vast, <laughs> yeah. but like, I mean, this shot up there. This might be my favorite Nolan film that I've ever seen. Not even Batman. Well, I was thinking that in my head, and I'm like, I mean, The Dark Knight's awesome, but like,
0: the dark it, it's is... not this kind of ride, you know? Yeah, that, that's it, very it's, true. It's a
1: whole different
2: type
0: of ride. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, the practical effects, just the visuals and the score, it's like matched perfectly. Like, mm-hmm. at, like everything about the movie, the acting, like it's it, it's excellent. And the the only thing that falters for me is the 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 story near the end of the movie. If it if it wasn't for that nonsense i I've probably hit this <laughs> line nonsense. It, it is nonsense it's 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 all like based in science until that last bit and then it's like all science fiction it is very jarring like I as much as I did enjoy it
1: it's very jarring because i i watched it with the other Aaron and I was like what the hell is going on like he goes into the black hole and like before before the bookshelf and all that showed up I was like is just going to, like, pop up back and, like, before, like, at, right after he left? I yeah.
2: said to Sean, I don't know if you've ever watched the movie before, but 2001 A Space Odyssey? Nah, I've never watched it. I feel like Nolan, like, loved that movie, and he was like, I want to make something almost like that, but not as trippy. Hmm. Like, I like, like, well, <laughs> no, 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 watch 2001, oh, okay. you'll be like, what the fuck, especially <laughs> at the end. Yeah. The end of that movie, that last fifteen minutes of that movie is what the fuck. <laughs> but like, huh. but like I, I said this to Sean too. I was like, I really feel like he was trying to like take bits and pieces and make his own big masterpiece like that, which he did. He succeeded. Mm-hmm. But like the the Tars and Case units are mm-hmm. like the monolith mixed with Hal Nine Thousand, except they actually have like actual personalities versus yeah. Hal Nine Thousand.
0: Uh, I think that Tars might be one of the best characters in the. Oh, movie. it's oh, hilarious! Yeah. And he's a fucking robot. <laughs> yeah, he's just a robot,
2: and it and not even like a robot robot. He's just like a, a
1: monolith that moves like a Rubik's cube. <laughs> yeah, I love how he has like like smaller pieces so he can like grab stuff. Yeah, like when he grabs uh, Brand and then rolls. His oh, when they the yeah, when they're moving fast, it's amazing.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, Livy was very uncomfortable at the galloping that it does coming out <laughs> of Kit or coming out of Doctor Mann's ship. Like... <laughs> and it does it looks fucking creepy <laughs> like, it does. like oh, no don't let that thing <laughs> do not let that up there. i actually thought that there was gonna be but that would have been too cliche that like one of the robots would like do some shifty shit
0: oh yeah in case i mean that, like, that, hey, that's...
2: sorry i got protocols yeah i mean like, that's all that's your base
0: instinct with something like this but yeah. uh Uh, both the robots yeah, case and tars are solely dedicated to the mission uh we forgot to mention one of the funniest lines because uh it's before they go into their sleep upon their uh slingshot around saturn to make it into the wormhole Mm -hmm. uh dr brand and cooper like having a conversation about like the different pilots that went through the wormhole already 10 years ago and they bring up dr brand and this is whenever he like scopes that she has a thing for him and uh or Edmund. Yeah, Edmund, yeah, my, my mistake. And then uh, Koop is, like, whispering to TARS, and he's like, did Edmund and Bran, he's like, why are you whispering? They can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and then he's like, like okay, did Edmund and Bran, did they have a thing? And he's like, uh, oh, no, I, not that I know of. And he's like, okay, okay, is that the 90% honesty or the 10% honesty? And he's like, I have a, uh what is it? a discrepancy uh, percentage, oh, too. And he's like, yeah, but not a good poker face slick. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because Tars is just, like, literally, like, a slate. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a fucking monolith that walks around. <laughs>
2: yeah, they,
0: they, gave, uh, they gave Tars a uh, humor setting. <laughs> so he's like, as they're taking off, he's like, Oh, I've got a... Uh, oh, yep, everything seems green. I have enough human slaves for my robot colony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Coop's like, what the fuck? And then <laughs> Doyle's like, oh, yeah, we put it into uh, humor. He's like, Cars, what's your uh, humor percentage at? 100%. Knock it down to 75 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Knock, knock. Yeah, you know, he's, like, telling jokes. Yeah, that's at the very end the <laughs> yeah, <idea. thing. laughs> But that's a great scene, too. But So, yeah, so the Endurance is finally on the path to... Because they know now that the only chance for them to save humanity is to make it to Edmund's planet. So the Endurance is on its way to Edmund's planet. They're like, we're worried we're not going to have enough fuel. So, like, Coop is such a crackpot, like, pilot. He's like, we can use the gravitational pull of Gargantua to slingshot us to Edmund's planet, conserving fuel. We're going to lose, like, 200 years of, like, Earth time, though. (laughs) So we really hope that by the time that you make it to Edmund's planet, that there are still going to be humans on earth to save. Hmm. And uh, in order to do that, they have to drop Tars out so that they have to drop weight from the endurance. And as they're flying past, they drop Tars into the black hole. And he's like, see, catch you on the other side, slick, which you'd think brand would be like, why would he say that? (laughs) And then they're, uh, cresting up, uh, off of Gargantua and, and uh, Case is like, alright, ready to drop Rover 2. And she's like, what? You can't do that? Because is in the second Rover. Right. He's like, remember, we said 90% honesty and he drops into the black hole. And then the nonsense starts. <laughs> <laughs> Which, when he went into the black hole, this
2: is another like 2001 A Space Odyssey thing because, like, in the movie, there's a huge monolith that Dave. Uh, ends up and he's in the pod yeah so like he ends up like going up to the monolith and then seeing like the stars all through it and then he ends up tripping balls uh which i thought that that's what this was gonna be like When he got into the black hole it was all gonna be like trippy and shit like that but then i thought why would why would nolan do that that seems a little too predictable for his uh taste and then now he ends up in a bookcase
0: yeah in, in different times in space so that's the whole thing throughout the film, is they say they sent the wormhole, and they are responsible for the gravity anomalies that are, like, telling them, basically, like, the Earth is fucked. Mm. And uh they never find out who they is. And then... Who they yes, is. Yes, yeah, who they is. <laughs> and then, so Coop is in the black hole. He's, like, past the event horizon. He's inside it, and then he... Winds up in, like you say, a bookcase which is a distortion of space-time and... Yeah, because there's like billions of them. Yeah. It just stretches on forever in each direction. They're yeah, just different time periods, yeah. really. Yeah. And, uh, so uh, and then TARS gains recommunication with, uh, Coop. He's like, uh, they, 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 uh, constructed a three-dimensional space so that you could understand space-time. Like, basically, like, you could navigate through space-time in order to give them a message. And they said, oh, they didn't pick me, they picked my daughter, because she's going to be the one that's going to save humanity. And we find out that Cooper is the is the dead. gravity anomaly that's happening within their house. Uh, and he says that the power of love brought him here, and that is... That's the part where I just like oh. That's the power of love. <laughs> That's the power of love. But uh, I I like I said I soften do a little bit, just because you know, it's an emotional story and it makes. My sense.
2: question is, how the fuck did he get back?
0: Yeah, we don't know. And then uh, so he just wakes up and he's like, oh hey, and they're like, hey. he, yeah. He wakes up, a, a ra- orbiting Saturn, <laughs> like a hundred years from now or some shit, but uh. Yeah, Yeah, they say he's 124 years old. Did they, like...
2: Well, they... After showing him, like, did they just, like, shoot him out, that black hole, back out the wormhole, and then somebody picked him
0: up or something? Basically. Yeah, Yeah, that's the only... That's (laughs) the one thing of the movie that isn't outrightly explained.
2: I, I was gonna say, do you think, like, that they had launched the silo and everything, and then, like, at the perfect time, like, they're, like, coming up, and they're, like, there's the wormhole, and he goes... And like a ship comes out and they're like, oh my and god. They they're, like, they're like, there's Cooper's ship. And they're like, alright. Well, well he wasn't even in the ship. Yeah, he
0: wasn't even in he, the ship. He ejected from the ship. Oh, that's right. And yeah. he was literally just floating <laughs> in his spacesuit. He was in his spacesuit. Does he just get launched out? He's like, they, they whenever <laughs> they pick him up, they're like, We're lucky we found you because you only had like 20 minutes left of oxygen. But uh yeah, so he is responsible for the anomaly. Which so he Taurus gets all of the gravitational, like, science that he needs in order to make the gravitational equation work, and he's like, translate that to binary, and then give it to me, and he, like, manipulates the second hand on the watch that he gave Murph in order to, like, they were going to be able to be like, oh, time's going to move differently for me when I'm there, so, you know, we'll be able to check the difference in lapse of time whenever I get back. And then it's, like, a Morse code. Yeah, system. so I have one thing to say. The <clears throat> the information that TARS had to have take, like, collected, it has to be, like, astronomical, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's digitized to Morse code. And Coop is, like, doing that. He had to have been there for, like, ten hours. Oh, like, yeah. like, this is the information. Like, given... Yeah. Just like dot dash dot dot dash dot dash dash, yeah. and it's like he had like that is a, a an insane amount of like information that they yeah would because have then to... she
2: goes into NASA and, like erases the board and starts from scratch based on based on no, and mind you this is just a watch flickering <clears throat> what if you write down something wrong and you're just <clears throat> like oh that doesn't work <laughs> it's like quick dad tell me you the watch again <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I, I I don't understand Morse code in general so. I was like, sure, that
0: works. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> my point being, it, it, it would take a very long
2: time. It, yeah, it, like, it, yeah, for him to, like, be yeah, for TARS to be like, oh, here's the here's the solution. And instead, because they can't transmit it back to Earth anyway, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we have to set this via fucking Morse code on a watch, of all things. <laughs> <laughs> How long do you think she sat there, like, yeah, looking saying, at that watch,
1: like, it, it, uh, it okay. It's a lot of
0: effort, for sure.
1: How, yeah, how do you know when the, like, start point is? That's
0: yeah,
2: all, that, yeah. What, what if, like, she wasn't paying attention to the watch, yeah. and it, like, gave, like, half the equation, she's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and then starts dragging down, and she's like, this is only half the
0: equation. I don't even know what, to, what the first <laughs> part is. You know what I do with this? But, yeah, so, ignoring that stupid shit. I mean, that's that's nitpicky. Yeah, it, it, is, is, it is, it is. I'll admit that. It's, it's very nitpicky. Uh, ignoring that. Uh, so she was given the equation in order like to solve the gravity equation to save humanity and Coop was spit out back in orbiting Saturn. Uh I guess like a hundred years later, eighty years later. Fish face. <laughs> it's <a> gun, right? <laughs> because when they pick whenever they pick Coop up and he's in the hospital, it's like, Oh, you're lucky to be alive. Well for your age, you're hundred and twenty four years old. And uh it's like, oh, where am where am I? And he's like, Oh, you're on Coop Station. And it's like, oh, that's a nice, nice of you to name it after me. Right. <laughs> and the, Adam, the nurse is just like laughs in his face. And it's like, oh, we didn't name it after you, sir. We named it after your daughter. And basically, so she is humanity's savior. And then uh, <laughs> Which is just kind
2: of how like, you could have argued it hey, no, she wouldn't have had that damn inflation if it weren't for me. (laughs) I was in the bookcases moving shit. That's how she got all that influence. It should be named after me.
0: (laughs) I was a ghost. But, yeah, so uh, they reconstruct, well, they're, like, on the silo, right? Because they're, they're currently orbiting Saturn, uh, and presumably... Okay, so that was a ship. Yeah, that that whole... That was, I'm pretty sure that was, like, a part of the silo that they, like... Yeah, because he looks out, and it's, like, a big, like... Yeah rotating yeah it's like and... a cylinder which yeah. is a really cool shot no
1: it is a cool shot and i i guess i just wasn't following what they were on yeah it
2: reminds me a little bit of yorktown yeah from star trek uh beyond yeah and uh fucking uh the halo ring
0: yeah mm-hmm. almost like that but yeah so they're, they're like <clears throat> in that space station essentially yeah okay uh with the fake sun yeah with the fake sun and And their house well no they're 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 positioned so that the sun from the other galaxy is like giving them energy like so they're positioned in a way that they can peer into the wormhole to harvest the new sun yeah essentially
2: and the fucking their house is a museum yeah in the big giant cylinder
0: yeah, so like and kind of and they I forget where they said that TARS got spit out at, but he was basically mangled and he's like, Well we, we found this too, if he's like I'm repairing him. So he like manages like he's fixing TARS and everything. And they and he's like giving him different parameters. He's like uh honesty parameter, ninety five percent, you know, uh humor parameter uh seventy five percent, he's like, uh Destruction sequence oh, oh, initiated. Destruction. <laughs> We're gonna take it down to sixty. And then he goes knock knock. He's like V one fifty five. It's like running a robot. But uh, yeah, so he fixes Tars, and then um, his, Murphy is uh, shipped there. Basically, they said she was in cryo sleep for two years because she's very old. And whenever he meets her, she's, like, the age that Donald was, if not older, whenever he left Earth. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, oh, my God. Like, and then they connect. And it's, like, he's, like, I'm going to be here for you. And she's, like, you you don't need, I have my kids to take care of me now. And then I want you to go to Dr. Brand. <laughs> because she's all alone on Edmund's planet, like, trying to colonize this planet for our new home. So she could use somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because... I guess they were just working under the assumption that Wolf Edmund died, like... Well, so. yeah, and then... Well, we, we see we that we he, find out that he is and Yeah, we did. see that he does die, so... And then the movie ends with him going... Like, stealing a ship, and then I guess he would have to travel through the wormhole and then on to Edmund's planet. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. So what would...
1: Eh, no, way no. I was gonna say, what... How do we know, like, what... <laughs> How much time has passed for Brand? Yeah, we have
2: know? no idea. Right? Well,
0: I guess it would be relatively uh the same time that he would show up because whenever they oh, were thrusting she... through the black hole, they said that they wasted like three hundred or hundred and thirty five years or something okay. like that. Yeah. And Murph obviously is not gonna live that long. Mm-hmm. So like she probably is yeah, she's probably still alive. She probably just made it there, honestly. Okay. Yeah. So colonizing the planet and then it goes off. Make a damn sequel. Maybe Interstellar
2: 2. Trilogy. Yeah,
0: but like I said, uh, upon this rewatch, I've definitely softened to the movie. Uh, I I felt very strongly about it <laughs> back in 2014. About how it, I felt like it just like tripped at the finish line every single time. Yeah, I was like, I can't believe that they would do something so fucking stupid. <laughs> but like now, upon rewatching it, I, I'm giving it a little bit more leeway. And uh, 20,
2: 2014, Sean was like, I can't believe they fell flat on their fucking face at the finish line and then the Rise of Skywalker came out. Like, <laughs> you know what? You know it what? It could have been worse. It could have been a whole. <laughs> Interstellar's not that bad now that I think about it.
1: (laughs) That's that's
2: funny. But yeah, I'm glad that you guys liked it. Yeah, no, it was very good. Very good. I I haven't really ever been disappointed by a Nolan movie. This just wasn't high on my list of movies to watch that year you know what come to think of it eric i didn't
0: like dunkirk that much so maybe i didn't like dunkirk you know what that's the one that's so, the one so maybe i should go back and revisit dunkirk and i'll maybe i'll appreciate it in a new light because no. i thought that movie was boring as fuck i think <laughs> the, I, I think we all were just
2: flat out bored by Dunkirk. i never did see
1: it <laughs> we were i think i own it bored.
2: out there actually because like there's just four different storylines going on hmm. He needed to just make that like an anthology movie and have like four parts. Yeah. That that would have been fine. I actually probably would have enjoyed that more. But like, they just kept like cutting back and forth between everything that was going on, and you're like, but there's nothing going on, is the problem. (laughs) Anyway. I forgot that that was a Nolan movie. It was. was, Correction I have been disappointed by one Nolan movie. All right. You get two more, Nolan. <laughs> two more. I, I never watch another one of your movies again. <laughs> Do
1: we have anything else to say about it? I don't. All right. Well, yeah, that's that's basically it. We're in the ratings. <laughs>
0: uh, so, back in 2014, I probably would have rated this like a 5 out of 10, just because... I loved everything until the very end, so that, like, it crushed the entire feeling for me. Uh, but now, I've softened to it. I, I think I'm gonna give it a 7, maybe a 7.5 out of 10. Because, like I said, the acting is I- amazing. Mm. The, uh, the visuals are incredible, the score is incredible. And the story until the last portion of the movie is also, I think it's very compelling. It's it tells a great human story, and yeah. So aside from the nonsense black hole stuff, I think it's an excellent
2: movie. I it will echo your seven and a half, seven and a half. Trist Matt Damon's out of ten.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, um, I. I thoroughly enjoyed this, so I'm actually gonna go higher than you guys, and I'm gonna give it an 8 out of 10.
2: I almost gave it an 8. Almost
0: gave it an 8. Like, I just really, I really enjoyed it. I, I, you know, I, I feel passionately about it, clearly, and, hmm. like, it's it's edging close to an 8, but for, <laughs> the, for the sake of, uh, my past self, and, yeah. uh, I still do have major issues with the, with the ending. Right. Uh, I, I just can't I can't make it that I can't I can't edge that close to it. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I technically I I, I, will not I allow myself to. Yeah.
1: I will not allow that to happen. How did we almost go a whole hour talking about this movie and not mention that there was an appearance by Venom?
0: That's true. <laughs> yeah, for Grace that show up. Oh, yeah, band. that's great. I
1: actually was going to bring that up, and then we just glossed over that. I mean, he's, he's irrelevant, really. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, he's just, like, a I mean, scientist, he, too. He, 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 he might
1: be the father of her children, I don't know. He, he gets, I
2: imagine. Yeah, I imagine, too. He, he gets uh, he almost gets to beat up Casey Affleck, except Casey Affleck would just murder him, I'm pretty sure. Despite being, like, I really, really a foot
1: shorter than him. A-
0: I really hated the son. Oh, Jorge. I forgot to mention this. Uh, uh, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, Timothy t- Chalamet played is, his son. Yeah, like I didn't notice guy. that. Like we were watching it, and then uh, Tom like starts saying something. I was like, "Is that Timothy Chalamet?" And then it showed him. I was like, "Motherfucker, it is!" <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. I oh, have, I asked you. I have no and, idea who that is. Um, you, you said that
2: he was in it coming up, but. Google like the cast lists Samuel L. Jackson. Where the fuck was he? Oh, I I didn't know he was in the movie. I don't what? know. It said that he was in it. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, yeah. I was like, and then I said to you, I was like, "When Sam Jackson show up?" And you're like, "Soon." And then like, <laughs> I mean, he never showed up.
0: I was like, "What?" I thought you were joking. No, no, no. I didn't know. I was not joking. Well, Why? while we find that out, yeah, we gotta look this up, dude. Thanks, guys, for watching and listening. I hope you enjoyed our conversation about I have to pick interstellar. A movie. I, I'm to get there. <laughs> okay, pick two.
1: <laughs> I thought we did that after. I think. well, whatever. <laughs>
0: it's
2: fine. If you don't want to be spoiled by Mike's pick, which
0: is <laughs> yeah. So, thanks for watching. Uh, uh, we have another recommendation coming to us by Mike. As I'm looking that up, you're Sam so Anthony about, <laughs> about it.
1: I don't see Sam Jackson on this list. Yeah, you're full of shit. He
2: popped up for me. I'm telling you.
1: I, really... whatever, well, keep it in. I don't care. Yeah, I, I was planning well, on it. All right. <laughs> no, I, I don't. No, Nope. no, nope. No. I'm no. telling you, nope. Telling you. Anyway, my pick is uh, I left the page because Sam Jackson. Uh, I don't know the year, but uh, Beverly Hills Cop.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I've never seen that movie. I've only seen parts of it. I don't think I've seen the whole thing. So, yeah, I'm excited. Well now (laughs) that we have our recommendation. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Uh, Now
2: it's gone. (laughs) What the fuck?
0: To our interstellar conversation. We sure enjoyed having it. I hope you enjoyed listening. If you don't want to be spoiled for Beverly Hills Cop, uh, before next time, make sure to watch it. We will be having a spoiler discussion about it. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and all that fun stuff, and we'll see you in the next one.